0: This is The Sports Desk. Good evening, Melbourne, and welcome to The Sports Desk on your Monday evening, the 10th of July. A good evening to Adam Miller, Jason what? Evans. What? And of course, welcome back, James Worth. What Hiya, on earth is he
1: doing here? The Forbidden Door.
0: It's good to be back. It's good to be back where it started. <laughs> How are you, boys? Good. Um, a lot of things to cover. There's been some fiery stuff happening Overnight in the ashes and the like over the last couple of days, and we'll definitely will be getting into that. Uh, an AFL 17 review, uh, i be looking at that, what wild things are going on at the footy at the moment. Um, and then plenty of stuff, but we will get straight into the news, and we'll start off with, and I think you'll be pretty happy with this, James, Australian Oscar Piastri scored a career best fourth place. As Max Verstappen won the British F1 Grand Prix at Silverstone on Sunday, apart from losing the lead to Piastri's McLaren teammates Lando Norris at the start and then taking it back. It was pretty uh, pretty easy for Mr Verstappen. Is it bad that I've checked out of F1 for the year? Oh, I'm surprised. Why is that? I've not watched a
2: race since... Since it was here? (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, I think it was Monaco. Monaco is the last race I've watched because I
3: just could not give a stuff. You've not been missing out on much, honestly. It's just, it's the, just same the Verstappen
2: thing. show. That's like I was contemplating mm. going to Singapore to watch the Grand Prix this year. Mm. Uh, and then ex-executive producer of Sports Desk, Ben Pascuzzi, uh, told me, he's like, nah, mate, I'm not going to go um, unless, <laughs> you know, the field gets more competitive and Max Verstappen loses a race. So that, exactly. off I went to Flight Centre and just said, nah, mate, I'm good, thanks. See you in a year. <laughs> I think, especially around the yeah. track like uh, Singapore, it's just so tight and narrow. It would have been great, but I'm not just gonna like. I literally yeah. saw the race. I'm like, oh, great, the starts happened. Oh, cool. All right, I'm gonna go to sleep. What happens What's happened wins?
0: Oh, and uh, also, weirdly enough, filming there was Brad Pitt filming some kind of F1 style movie. Yeah, I think it's called um,
3: Apex. They have kind of got yeah. a couple um,
0: F1 hybrids doing a couple last of the filming. So
3: it's
2: it's an actual. So it's an F2 car. Oh, F2. So <laughs> it's basically it's an Apple TV movie. And they've been given the rights from F1 to film. They've got their own garage, they've got their own setup. It's an F2 car with an F1 front end, but right. it's an F2 mm. run engine. So mm. basically the engine they're using for anyone who's an F1 nerd is a Carlin F2 um engine, which is the basically like the father-son race car of the Mercedes of the Mercedes race racing team. Uh and they're doing their like hot laps and whatnot throughout the intervals of each um, whoever's on track. So, like, if the Porsches are on track in between the Porsches and the F1s, Mm. Brad Pitt will be doing his filming. His main Mm. character, he's a protagonist, his name's Sonny Hayes, I'm pretty sure. Um, That's the most American name ever.
3: It's like Sonny Chase. I'm like,
2: oh, my God. (laughs) So the premise of the movie is that uh, he's an old, like, veteran F1 driver, so just like a Fernando Alonso, Mm. and he's come back into the sport out of retirement to join a young rookie, in, you know, a bit of context, like Oscar Piastri. So imagine, like, mm. imagine, you know, perfect. Imagine Sebastian Vettel comes out of retirement, mm. joins Oscar Piastri, the team, to try to give him a bit of career mm. advice. So It sounds like Cars 3, to be honest. <laughs> it sounds like Cars 5 to me. Mm. Um, but, you know, it, it, it looks pretty cool. And, yeah, they're apparently they're trying to make it the most realistic um, Formula 1 Movie that you can get, or like motorsport racing movie you can ever find, but yeah. Cars won or never
0: beat anything. Oh. Interesting. Uh, for NRL fans, Canterbury fan favourite Josh Reynolds uh, hopes he is remembered as the Bulldog everyone wanted to play with. After announcing his retirement from the NRL, um, he will play his last game, a reserve grade match, this weekend. Thirty-four year old returned to the Bulldogs this year after four seasons uh, with the West Tigers and Hull. Uh, Reynolds played 145 games for Canterbury and 167 NRL games in total and represented New South Wales four times. Uh, So good on him. And former Central Coast Mariners prodigy. Now, you'll have to help me with my pronunciation here, James. Mm -hmm. Is it Aluquol? Aluquol. Aluquol. Alu. Alu. Uh, So that's his brother. Uh, Has returned to the Gosford-based A-League club. uh, Alu says Central Coast Mariners will get the best out of him after returning to uh, the A-League champions following two seasons in Germany, Kuo, the older brother of Socceroo sensation, Garang, has signed a three-year deal with the Mariners. And he says, being given the chance to come home and play in front of my family and coaches that I love and respect is great. So, Good on him. Good on him. Mm-hmm. Love that. Any news from any of you?
1: I want to get your input, Sam and Jimmy, here, because we had a Manchester United retirement happen overnight.
0: Oh. Transfer?
1: Or, or transfer
2: my free agency. Yes, is that what it is? Is it the it Hayes? Is. I was missing it is. It form it from is. the hip hop guy, David Zaha? Hey, uh, mm, David Zaha, what's happening now? Happened? now a free agent, been yeah. released he's gone. by Man United. <laughs> it took him that long to realise he's not that good. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: pop, pop him in the Sunday leagues. I think he'd be good there. Bring the value. <laughs> Interesting. Well, it's been some wild transfers. Bloody, I, I mean, we haven't had a chance to really catch up, but uh, mm. Chelsea, <laughs> what has happened? They've che- been bloated. You know
2: what? I'm not going to say anything for Chelsea because they gave us Kai Havertz. Yep. Thanks oh. very
0: much. And one more thing because uh, we, we haven't actually, you just reminded me something Are you- too. No, what, are, I wasn't. You, are you announcing Declan Rice to Arsenal, or is this no. your, what, what <laughs> that is has it? been announced? There is no. unfinished
1: business. Sam. I
0: was well. We'll get to that. But okay. uh, um, I wanted to get your opinion on, on Tottenham and mm. uh, having Ange there and a few Aussies. <sighs> How does the that most, make you feel? It's
2: the most <laughs> conflicting <laughs> piece of material
0: I've had to face in my
2: life <laughs> because not only has Postecoglou come in as head coach of Tottenham, but he's brought in and Yedan, because he's assistant, and yeah. that man, I have a strong love for that man because of his beard. Nothing else. It's just because his beard.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he's, um, what am I, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, I don't, I don't you know what? I think it's going to be one of those scenarios where it's like, not interested in him. North London derbies. Every other game, okay. I might watch it, see what happens.
0: Yeah, but when it's game mode, I think he'll. What did you do?
2: Did you see what his first um, first transfer might be, or first move as manager? No. Harry Kane to Bayern Munich. <laughs>
3: Apparently they've already. Okay, uh, really, he's Bayern. finally going to go. Well, Apparently, so.
2: Bayern, Bayern have already actually
3: agreed
0: personal terms with him. It's just obviously Correct. finding the
3: uh, mm. the the price tag that will be attached to the uh, all-time leading Premier League. Jesus, what
0: could have been if that Harry Kane to City last year went through no. and we never got Holland? You what, what, wouldn't, you wouldn't have won the league. That would have been you a mistake, have the a very big mistake if that had happened. Talking
3: about Bayern, um, I got a good laugh on um, the um, yesterday. Like one of the Bayern defenders, uh, Lucas Nandez, uh, went off to PSG. Yeah. And you know how, like, whenever a player leads a club, they, they release, like, a whole essay basically saying how grateful they are to the fans and the coaches and how they wish them all the best of luck? What rubbish do they produce oh, this time? Oh, no, the release, like, this full like, two-paid essay saying he's so grateful for the treatment of the fans and all that shit. And uh, one of
2: the club legends... Do you reckon, and- do you reckon that's because... I all he's the, it's like, the PR, it's,
3: it's PR he bitty bitty
2: still needs to get paid out by the club. So he's like, you know mm. what? I'm going to sweet talk them just so I can get the end of my contract.
3: Oh, exactly. Le- leave on good terms. But uh, one of the Bayern legends, <laughs> I completely so f- forget his name. Basically, he just types in Germans like, "We know you're talking BS. Made bye bye." <laughs> That's all we football and, like, for And nice to see someone yep. actually cut through like, the heart emojis and uh, go well, sons, to be like, yeah, no, he doesn't actually give a damn.
0: So, um, yeah. <laughs> one more thing before we break too, the
3: Matildas are here.
0: This mm, week they yeah, play they at Marble Stadium on Friday night. Um, can't wait to build up. And I've really got to get my head straight into the Women's World Cup and we'll definitely uh, be bringing some more news. Who's and your favourite, Sam? Who's my Who, favourite? your favourite Matilda? Oh, I can't not say Sam Kerr, can I? Is that too easy? Oh, oh,
2: Caelan I- Ford's up there
0: for me. Surely not. Come on. Wait,
3: no, but didn't I... You got, got not-
2: so many awesome women playing in this World I Cup I know I, I think one tell. of the girls actually signed for Real Madrid this week Haley Razo signed a contract to Real Madrid fantastic yeah, very, very well that, that, that's insane like I just saw it I'm like you're kidding me <laughs> Haley Razo went from playing A-League to now playing at the Santiago Bernabeu
0: the day, yeah. what <laughs> get out of here that's just silly stop All misbehaving right, we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, the Ashes and then what makes it to be an interesting final test at Old Trafford and then no, 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 fourth no, no, no. test it's the fourth, fourth. test fourth. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Okay. All right. I finally. I finally <laughs> we just all jumped on Sam there. Apologies. <laughs> <Well, laughs> my non-cricket. I'm getting better. you am getting, getting better. You're not good. Um, I mean, it's quite a bat, yeah, and a, and a ball and a wicket. <laughs> I <laughs> yes. got that. I Aim got that. James,
1: Jerry, and I have been keeping him up to date through, for the last few weeks. We'll be doing so oh, yeah, again later on. In Should we the get show? him
0: like a novelty cricket bat? Sam,
1: you're in your Manchester City jacket. I've noticed. You, you for know, listeners that's a coincidence.
0: I didn't know James would be coming in today, so that's just by maybe when we started
1: the year. Jimmy was up in a bag going, Arsenal, top of the league, suck a bag of eggs, Sam. That's a direct quote from Jimmy. <laughs> Sam, have at it. Well, I don't Damn, need to on. say much. Be it was great. Be careful with
0: your words. What? Be careful with your words. I'm just going to say one word. Yep. Treble. Beautiful. <laughs> trying to go Do, crying what, you, know, you know what? They're coming in October. They are bringing the trophies to Melbourne yeah, October. Get right. the cat excited. Are you excited? I'm very excited. He got his cat excited. <laughs> <He> Ashes <did. laughs> review coming up next. We're going to break down how England beat Australia. That's all coming up next on the sports desk on Sin. Nothing but Thieves, members only on the sports desk on your Monday evening, uh, one off their, of course, new album, Dead Club City. Time for uh, Nash's update.
1: Who wants to take it away? Is it going to be myself, Jason? Is it going to be James? Or is it going to be Adam Miller? Because who stayed up to watch it live? Uh, that would be
3: me, and I will uh, preface this: I'm not talking about this game because of a choice. I'm I'm talking about it because it's uh, a part of the show setup. Um, but uh, bad jokes, <laughs> bad jokes aside, it was, um, I'll give credit to the Poms as much as I hate to admit it. Like they batted absolutely beautifully last night, especially uh, Mark Wood, man of the match, five for five for thirty-four in the first dig and twenty-four off eight. And uh, two for sixty-six and 16, 16 not out. Um, well and truly man of the match. Seven wicket, seven wicket performance. What can you say? Absolutely dominant. But I think it did definitely expose kind of like our. I mean, I will um not have any excuses, but I think especially on the fourth day we kind of get di- kind of did get done over by the
2: uh, damn conditions. Mm, yeah. yeah, the the wet definitely hurt us because there was a lot of delayed play.
1: That was mm. mostly consisting of day three. There. Day three,
2: the delayed play, but then the dewiness of the pitch on day four. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: It didn't end very well for the Australians. When we last left you on Friday, it was uh, Warner had only been dismissed for one in the first over. But in, eventually, Kawaja got caught for 43. Labuschagne 33, caught by Harry Brooks. Steve Smith, two off nine, caught by Duckett. It was a day out for the England Bowls with Broad for three for 45, three for 68 for Wokes and two for Ali, two for 34. Travis Head, Put in an inning, 77, but by the end, they were chasing 251 on day four, Mm. and I've just noticed uh, something's happened in the studio. Anyway, second innings took place where Zach Crawley uh, kicked off quite well with the 44 off 55. He got caught by Kerry. Kerry did well behind the wickets. Uh, Question for the room, and Jimmy, I'm not great with cricket knowledge. Why
2: was R. Lee in at three? That's a great question. Yeah, we're not too sure. No one really knows. I think it's more like...
3: I thought it could have been like a night watchman thing, but he didn't come in... um... He didn't come in the night before. So he kind of well, he came in he came in like your traditional first drop. He came in at 11,
2: 11 A. M. But you know what they say? It's five PM somewhere. So Well it yeah. was where
1: we were, but not really. It was actually more uh, nine p.m. or something like no, that. No, you
2: don't know. Like it's it, it it's kind of up in the yeah. air. It it kind of stuffed their order around in terms of uh obviously Bersto coming in at number number seven instead of six. Uh Joe Root went went down a second drop. Harry Brook. That guy's a that guy's a class. class act. He's he played
3: so classy good. cricket. He didn't look like going out, honestly. No, it wasn't
1: and necessarily heroism that um, Ben Stokes put in uh, at Lords, but he just put in a consistent, solid effort with his 75 that pretty mm-hmm. much led set up the uh, England victory. Not only that, the combo of him and Wokes with 32 yeah. not out at the end of the innings it mm-hmm. was a great combination to see. Credits yeah. to Mitch Stark though, uh, 578 off 16. Did, Did well.
3: No, I think um. I think the thing with Harry Brook is that, like, 75-93 still a phenomenal strike rate, especially for test cricket. Yeah. But we're kind of used to seeing him kind of go absolutely berserk and get, like, 90 or 70 or 80 or 50. But I think um, he was really smart because he kind of read the situation. He realized you're chasing a relatively low score. You don't need to be getting 100 off 50 balls. I mean, if you get that, fair play. But I think he kind of batted not more conservatively, but he barely hit it besides the shot he went out on. He barely hit a shot in the air. He was finding the gaps. And um, even their two tail like Chris Woakes and um, and Mark Wood again, very much so, very classy. I, you can't really complain. I think he'll just like, yeah, just honestly, they're just too good in the day.
1: I can take Solison, though, of the Ben Stokes 13 yeah. wicket. If he was the hero of the third test, I think I'd be a bit saltier about that yeah. defeat. Question, question
3: about Friday's show. yeah How much uh, did the conversations consist of the Johnny Besso incident?
1: Uh, I think we had to explain it to Sam
0: to kind of no, break I, down. I watched it, I think was and then a week ago. it was very – it was funny. But I spoke about it on air, and it sounded more complicated than it actually was when I watched it. I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, not as a, as a not cricket <laughs> fan, and for, for being at the place where the rules are written up on the wall, I thought that was <laughs> really embarrassingly foolish by oh, them.
3: I love the memes that came out of it, like you know, <laughs> the, you know that um classic photo of like the the album the Beatles album cover, where Beatles called, Abbey Road. Yeah, yeah, Abbey Road. Have you seen the photo where they've Saw actually put they put Johnny there. They photoshopped <laughs> him onto the zebra crossing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The the best thing about this is now he's got a nickname of Johnny Walker.
1: <laughs> so yes, it's, it's, it's actually it's actually really That's funny.
2: That's no, like,
1: how would you evaluate
2: the Australian bowlers in that second innings, James? Yeah, look, had a tough. There's some issues um, here that we need to kind of address in terms of selections and George Bailey. You'd be kind of looking at yourself and wondering if you don't know who George Bailey is as a chairman of selectors for the Australian cricket team. Um, he'd be looking at the Scott Bolan pretty much. Mm. because he's been given two opportunities he's been given two shots uh are taking taken some easy wickets you'd think because it's been a pretty how, how do you say it? well well structured wicket enough where he can perform to his best potential mm. bit of weather's come around and he's been absolutely ruined because of the weather that's turned the pitch into mush which hasn't allowed him to bowl his best because the pitch has been basically a if you don't know Scotty Boland's style of playing he loves a road he loves a nice, smooth, hard wicket Consistent. because that because that's where he does his damage. It's not like Mitchell Stark or Paddy Cummins where they like the cracks. They like they like a good day day three or day four wicket where they can hit the cracks. The ball goes different ways. You know they they're kind of almost bowling to their field as well, which we tried to do at the end of the at the end of the test. Couldn't get it done. We we moved from I think it was three slips in a gully to three to three slips in a fly slip to two slips in a fly slip <laughs> to then no slips. And just bowling short stuff, and a
3: really fine um th- um third man as well. Yeah. like they, like they went. It, it, yeah. it was
2: almost it was almost a backstop.
3: It literally was like yeah. it was like I was watching under 12s cricket all over again when the wicketkeeper couldn't keep, so they had to have someone to <laughs> stop it going for like boundaries everywhere. Over.
2: This is where I bring into the conversation a guy called Michael Nisa. Mm. Um, he's Australia's medium fast right armour, uh, Can do a Mark Wood. At the, at, at the back end of um, at, the, yeah. at the tail end of the order as well, he can actually swing.
3: He's won the. He's um, played
2: big bash for the Heat, so he kind of knows how to swing a bat or two from Chris Lynn. So and he
3: won the um, Sheffield Shield. I think uh, took the most wickets in the Shield this did. year.
2: So mm-hmm. I think you'd be you'd be stupid not to consider him because Bowen, as much as I love him, is Victorian. You you can't you can't fluff about in in a fourth test at Manchester. You don't know what the wicket's going to be. You know, nine times out of ten, it's going to be green, and we know that it's not going to. It's not gonna suit Scotty Bowen, but you gotta keep Mitch Marsh in there. I think you'd be dumb to drop him.
0: W- we were due for a good good a adi- uh, good session from England, weren't we? Because <laughs> yeah. have started that. Most definitely They've changed changed yeah, their style
2: up. You know what? Basball, as as much as people make a meme out of it, it works. It works. Like, you know, push comes to shove, come with the hour, it works. And mm-hmm. I think that they that they know that when they're gonna switch it on and they know that it's gonna work because we needed to take four wickets in that first session. We took the four wickets after lunch. We took two very, very quick wickets. That was and the then plan. Everything that what just hope. slowed up. Everything slowed right down. Um, Harry Brooke just dug in, was playing mm. honest cricket. As Didn't soon need as, to be fancy. Well the thing is, right, I was watching on I was, I was scrolling on Twitter on the on, on the thread of it and people are going absolutely nuts. Oh yeah, Chris Wokes is out. Well, Chris Wokes is in, oh, we're gonna win the ashes. I don't understand why. For the for those who don't understand, Chris Wokes is you know their their first order um, bowler who's a bat, who, who bats in the mm-hmm. order. He's like yeah, he's like the Pat Cummins of, um, of England. Cylinder. Correct. The guy can swing. The guy can play cricket. His his best score is one hundred and twenty seven not out. You know, yeah. like the guy can play some cricket. Everyone was like, oh no, we have got this, and I'm just like, just wait. Like out of <laughs> everything, just wait and see what he does. Him and him and Mark Wood, fair play because they. I feel like it was a bowler's bowlers test, this this test.
0: Quickly, right. right. mm. Old Trafford, how are we feeling? Can we wrap it up and secure it now? No. No. It's going to be Ooh, a draw. No. Okay. Yeah. Mm. That's not good. Draw. It's going to be a draw because
3: they're <laughs> going to
2: realise they need to play conservative cricket for a little bit. Matt Renshaw is going to come in for David Warner. Matt Renshaw does not like to hit a ball. He likes to play. He, he, he'll make 100 off 350 balls. Right. So... If we're going to actually have some potential here, it's going to be going down at day five, last session. Wow! God, okay. I love cricket. How Leading good it is it? To it? the end. <laughs> well, How right. good is it? Get
0: some moral support, when Sam. We come back, and it's convenient. He comes in today. When? Uh, well, we'll have a look at the ladder. <laughs> 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 AFL round seventeen. All to break down. Up next Don's. on the sports desks. On sin. In the shadows, Erasmus on the sports desk, and your Monday evening. And it's time to wrap up in what's been a crazy weekend of footy. And uh, we'll go straight to Friday night. Uh, we covered uh, on Thursday, well, the, uh, the Sydney's disappointing we- uh, loss on-, on Thursday, which Richmond, uh, in the conversation, we spoke about that. But yep. Friday night, it was Collingwood over the Dogs. And what was a surprising out. Output from the dogs, I think. Um, played them pretty well, but uh, in the end just got run over by well. what's a really good They played game.
1: well when the stakes went down, in fairness. They got off to an okay start, but uh, yeah.
0: Big Norton, finally. Um, I was criticising him a lot on the show about not being very consistent, uh, but uh, four goals. And uh, Waitman's been very good in the last couple of weeks as well. So
1: And I was happy with the Hagen performance too. Second some strong marks up forward. I think... Uh, on the Collingwood side, James, one of the bi- biggest hidden gems, I would say. Mm. Isaac Quainer in defense. He's
2: great. He's, he's been he's insane. He, scored, he, he took eight intercept marks. Two on, off, uh, yeah, two or three off the record. That's it. So he's, he's done well. I can tell you what. He's improved the preseason. He put on some weight. He got some muscle on. Now he's a truck, and I love it because... It's it's one no, I'm I'm being serious, like even though I'm an Essendon fan and whatnot, you gotta appreciate the game, you gotta appreciate high performance athletes.
1: Oh I'll tell you what, I had a revelation watching this game and I've got some craft here for Sam. <laughs> oh here we go. By the end of the year, Sam, mm-hmm. Nick Dacos, he will have An Anzac medal A Bob Rose medal A Brownlow medal A Norm Smith medal A premiership medal An All-Australian selection Media debate to whether he should have been All-Australian captain A stand named after him at Olympic Park Hoddle Street (laughs) renamed to Dacos Street (laughs) The Tote renamed to the Dacos Hotel The Key to the City a private golf course on the Gold Coast, ownership of a penguin colony on Phillip Island, an Order of Australia medal, cover star of AFL 24. His highlights beamed into outer space so alien life can get their first hey Sam, impression of what life okay? on Earth is like. And of course, last but not least, be
2: knighted by the king.
0: Is he good? Are you okay? Are you okay, Jason? <laughs> I just can't believe you spent that much time on that.
2: Craft. It's, <laughs> a, it's, it's a whole page of notes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like this is just this is just beyond and do you know what Josh insanity. Is,
1: and do you know what Josh is going to get, James? A what?
2: premiership medal because Collingwood a premiers
0: in waiting. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. It's it's one of those things where you're like, well, it's going to happen. Uh, and congratulations to uh, Scott Pendlebury, by the way, for passing your time disposals. Mm-hmm. Um, Great player. And congratulations to Caleb Poulter for realizing he
2: doesn't play for Collingwood anymore. True.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, that was a funny moment, wasn't it? Next game, four, mate. Yeah, it's the blowout. It's uh, it's it's every well, week. Being, I, I think
2: it's the training simulation. I love it. It's Brisbane,
0: great. Brisbane, w- I would say, um, uh, th- they looked a bit worrisome in at home a couple mm. of weeks ago, and they weren't convincing against Sydney. And uh, for the last couple of weeks, they've done a good job in their percentages. Uh, well, right up after the, the last couple of games, so yeah, um, you need it. Can't say much for the Eagles, but uh, look, uh, hey, good securing oh, that, actually, not good kicking. Securing <laughs> that top spot for. The top four and Gunston—he's been massive for Brisbane this year. Six goals in that game. Mm. Uh, he pulled all right and McCluggage. So we're kind of forgetting about Brisbane. There's been so much going on. I kind in of Melbourne. like that though
2: because yeah. for them to perform well, they kind of need to go on the radar. Yeah, and it's kind of like you—you almost want it for competitive football. Like you know what? Just everyone be quiet. Stop. Stop. Just focus on yourself. Put the blinkers on. Don't listen to anyone. Don't write an article. Herald Sun. Leave it alone. Don't touch them. Um, but the next next game that I took interest on be- just because of how close it was and, you know, it doesn't really mean anything for, for the ladder or for the um, top eight. But Giants getting a 13-point win over Hawthorne, 12-13, 10-12. Um, look, Good game. there's a great game. Me, means nothing. Not a bad game. means oh, nothing. Oh, no, no, I don't G- think it means nothing.
0: You don't reckon it means, it means nothing?
1: nothing? GWS are now...
0: Bordering on yeah, maybe eight players. They're a I chance. think they're Dreaming. There no, no, honestly they they are a chance and I think it was gonna be uh, it's a good gullant effort from Hawthorne as well, being playing well uh for their spot. Unless the Geelong luck. bottle it, I don't see uh, Giants yeah. getting in.
1: They're probably most likely gonna end up ninth, I think. Mm, yeah. Best case scenario they finish eighth, but with again, I've said it last
2: week, Geelong no, I think, and Richmond. I think Adelaide holds on to ninth, to be honest uh, with you. Adam efforts.
1: Miller. Adam Miller, what's your thoughts? Yes.
3: Um, but who? Oh, GWS. Yeah. Yes. I think What happens on... if
0: you listen to the show? <laughs> yeah, <happens if> <laughs> I I've been I've been
3: gone for a couple of weeks, I'm get, getting back into the loop there. But I reckon um the Giants have always had the squad to um contest for finals. That's why it's been surprising to me for the last couple of years where they've been kinda in purgatory. Mm. And I think they're slowly starting to get maybe not to where they were in let's say twenty eighteen or when they made the grand final. But I think they're uh, they're getting there. But yeah, I reckon probably tenth eleven this year. And then I reckon
0: finals next year. Stephen Coniglio, 30 disposal, three goals. Massive effort from him. Uh, Jesse Hogan, four goals. Riccardi, three goals, three. So us goal. Impressive. Very, very impressive. Um, and uh, unfortunately for yeah Hawthorne, uh, another one that stings. But they're, mm. they're definitely going to be I, – I reckon they're going to be back up in – not contention, but uh, they'll be back higher in the, the last couple of yeah, – Yeah. I, agree. I think the next we can – I think at
3: the start of the year it was like eh, – it was like the, it was the 15, and then there were the 15 teams, and there was a huge gap to the uh, bottom three.
1: Mm.
3: And I think we can kind of say now that you, we can remove Hawthorne from the absolute shambles that
0: yep. are North Melbourne and West Coast. Yep. I do you think
3: they're quite that level above them right now. Yeah, I agree. In my opinion.
0: Uh, Saturday night was an interesting one at Marvel Stadium, Melbourne by twenty one points, five eight fifty eight. The Sayers to uh, the D's twelve seven seventy nine was going to be a contentious one for Melbourne, especially uh, we were discussing on Friday about the non the issues with their Melbourne's forward line. Um, still, there were still, still some there. nagging
1: issues there, but I would also say St Kilda got a really rough deal at early into the game, yeah, losing Max King. And you know what? Say, Ross, that's, they the, also lost. that's the
2: one thing I was wondering, right? That King incident, did he go in for a punch? Yes. And he just, mm. God, that is dirty. You know what? Serves him right. I hate Come. that. No, that, see, but that's the thing, right? You're playing dirty footy, right? What? He he went for a punch, didn't he? No, he went for a spoil. Are you sure? Because it looked it looked like a roundhouse to the no, ribs. No, like he was going for a spoil of the football. So for me, I thought he was going for the oh, ribs, and I was yes. just like, "Oh, <laughs> if he's gone for the ribs and he's hurt himself, serves him right." But if he's gone for a spoil, and like we'll that's to see. The, I don't know any of the
0: uh, but the, things but I'm but up but for the tribe. The uh, whole thing is, he
2: was front on. Mm. That's so like all you saw was a front on image, and all you see is his hand come out, and I'm just like, "Oh, okay, it looks like he's trying to." trying to hit him in his ribs. But... Oh,
1: they, well, he's not been referred to the MRR, I believe. So I believe he was just going for a spoil. And well, then the... I
2: must be saying things. That concussion that I got last <laughs> week must well, be talking. Well,
1: there you go. But uh, what I wanted to point out, Sam, was uh, for a team that is extremely defensive heavy, because, you know, you've got the king of defense as your coach, mm-hmm. they were doing reasonably okay from a defensive aspect. But that kick inside 50, it was just story of the night. Long kick inside 50, and Stephen May and Jack L- Jake Lever... The, uh, they were mopping it up and they could just send it back the other way. And it turned into a very stagnant game at times.
0: Yep, yep. No, uh, uh, but it was a must win for, I think, both sides. Mm. And I, I think, uh, unfortunately for the saners, this is where they'll fall out here. I don't think they will stay in the eight. And mm-hmm. uh, shout out to someone who's not very consistent in goal as a midfielder, but he kicked four, Christian Petrarca. So... um Pretty good from him there. Melksham, two goals, two. <laughs> Owens gone. for the saners two goals, and Gresham, two goals. And Wanganeen, Malera, 33 disposal, Sinclair, 31 for steel. So good midfield. Um, but uh, I think, uh, yeah, that one that Melbourne needed if they want to secure that top four spot. Mm-hmm. Um, the other game on Saturday night was an interesting fun for a while. <laughs> I kept looking at the score because has gone... Do I change the game over to the other one or not? And then they blow um, it away. Yeah, it was always going to happen. And um, I, I think, wow, they've been, the pressure's been on the Suns the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so it was good to see them, you know, be a little better. But uh, What do you guys think about the Suns? You a fan or you're not a fan?
2: Mr. Miller, your thoughts.
3: They're always my, my second favorite team because I do, you just want them to do well. Mm, they've got okay. a the group... The, they. It always seems like every year they might do something, but then they don't. Every year they might push for finals or they might kind of get the ninth or tenth position and then they finish 14th. Right. And I think we're finding that now. Like They played some fantastic uh, earlier in the year. I mean, they knocked us off. Honestly, they blew us away well and truly better than us. Mm. And, but then you look at the last couple of weeks, like the performance against, I mean, Collingwood is just about probably hands down the best team in the competition at the moment. Yep. And but to get second,
1: so I don't think that might be a fair comparison.
3: But to get blown away like they did last week was a bit, yeah, I, I I do hope the Sunnies do well. and I feel like they've got the talent and it'd be nice to see some of their players who do deserve to play finals. Like, my God, David Swallow could end up playing uh, 300 games and not actually play a single finals. Which uh, would be something, but um yeah i I think it'll be another year of thirteenth unfortunately
2: for him, look. Next year's going might be a good year for the Sunnies because uh, there's a nice little uh, I was just small going man to say sitting this. in the I was... sitting in the suburbs of, uh, of of Melbourne sipping on his Peroni Reds, um, just waiting for the call because Stewie Jew is going out. Mm. Um, sources that I've been hearing are saying that the players just do not care and do not want to play for him. Mm. Um, Dimmer is the man you're and referring so to. So Damien Hardwick's mm. uh,
0: just oh, just I packing you were his to bags. Sam, then Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> no, sorry, sorry about that. I wouldn't take that job. No, <laughs> no. W- wouldn't you? <laughs> No, i take it. Well, no, I, th- it. I think it... I, I reckon a nice it's, beach house in the Gold Coast? No, see, that part of it's nice, but Morning I think... Morning walks, take your dogs there. I think it's a hard place to hold a team. Nice and, uh build I, I think it's harder than picking a Melbourne team. They've got top golf in, in Gold Coast, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. That's why I am um, And then Port keeps their role moving on. At one point during the game, I was very stressed because I didn't want their run... To run out a week before they play the Blues, but that's another thing. Uh, Sunday, um, it was. <laughs> we'll go quickly over this one. because uh, North Jerry's Melbourne fans. Island, he can't defend himself. Um, well, there's nothing to defence. Uh, <laughs> not that much, was <laughs> uh, nasty. 62 points. 1911. 125 to 99. 63, and a few injuries out of that as well for North Melbourne. Um, not great. Tyson Stengel, five goals for the Catters. Wow. Uh, 400 miles goals. for all Australian. <laughs> Oh, well, I haven't seen enough of him this year.
3: Here and there. Apparently, the gentleman on Instagram was uh, well and truly hyping up. I think the admin actually created uh, an account (laughs) today uh, based on his honour. But, yeah, honestly... 32 disposals, good. Exactly. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. God, he does more than Gary Rowan when it comes to being a small forward.
0: they've had a late charge, and I... Think a lot of people were chickening early on that the cats would not make the eight. Uh, I still well, think Well, that was they Jerry. <laughs>
1: that was just Jerry.
0: Okay. No, I
2: don't cutters, think so. Will make it. I was okay. more doing yeah. the chicken because you said chicken, and I was just like, oh, okay, you're yeah. going to gonna me.
0: use the chicken sparingly
3: here. <laughs> uh, but some news to come out of that is that I think Griffin logs out for twelve months. So yeah. do you do? Uh, yeah, 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 no sure.
0: good. No good. Um, yeah. So that's all for that game. Apart from uh, the GMHBA is looking a bit better. They got some seats down the end, even though I'm not oh, exactly. sitting in them yet.
3: That's how I judge like our progress, um, week
0: by week. Does the stadium actually have more seats in it now? <laughs> okay, all right, James and Jason in here. It's Bombers' time. He oh, won out against Adelaide by 18 points. What are they doing, Adelaide? What are they doing? Don's just playing better footy. It's simple as that.
1: <laughs> I think they play. I think Adelaide played better footy in the second half. Disagree. It was all won in the first
2: half. Why? Just think, Essendon's whole round performance was a lot better than the Adelaide's, and I think that if you're gonna if you're gonna play finals and you wanna you wanna get in contention, be taken seriously. I think you got to be there, small teams.
1: Yeah, but I want professional. I want <laughs> more teams professional. Teams. Small That's <laughs> what so I'm saying. No, I'm
2: I'm I'm not. I'm I'm genuinely not taking the piss here. I think that if if you were in order to to make finals and be considered a. Serious contention. You need to beat these small teams. It's like Carlton with Fremantle. I, w- I wouldn't say Adelaide are particularly small. Yeah. I think they've done I, very I, well this year. But you get Adelaide what I'm saying, though. Top they're not but, side. But, they're, mm. but they're not in the 8th at
0: the moment. That's the thing. Where they were at the time,
2: but where, but we're, It's
0: funny you say that, but I okay. have I have had a look at your run home, and <laughs> there's not many against the teams that are in the eight. So you do have a particularly easy run home. No, again, we I'm
1: not. Ge- what, what's Geelong at GMHBA? Okay. Oh, GMHBA? can I right. can I unpack this <laughs> because from I've done I've done a bit of research on this. in the final round
2: too. I did a bit of research on this because um, a lot of bombers fans are very, very annoyed, and um, you know have over, have oversalted their stakes. Um, it looks like over the past couple of days because people been <laughs> trying to get tickets to this match next week, seven thirty mm-hmm. Saturday night at GMHBA. Why is it there? So I've got a bit of scoop on. Ticket sales and how what's been going on because right. we don't want to research and talking to a few people in the uh, we, we es- do need to hurry in, in on in Essendon group chat pushing
0: for time but three yes. and a
2: half thousand tickets out of a twenty thousand seat capacity stadium went on sale to the public. They sold out within three minutes. It's insane. Uh, I think that yeah when you're playing at arguably at an underdeveloped stadium yep. not not just Geelong yep. we es- the whole thing is right the reason why I love this Essen hasn't played a GMHBA in like eighteen years. I was like, oh great, we've got we've got a we've we've got a game in Geelong, perfect. The misses pl- goes for Geelong, great. Go down there, watch the game. Went on literally at ten I think it was ten twenty. Tickets went on sale at ten. What do you reckon happened? Sold out, gone. Tried to find it yesterday, and people were saying in the Essendon Facebook groups tickets went on sale at ten a.m. and then they got sold out. Only three and a half thousand tickets were made available. Yeah. What um, what, I, what does that do though? That's I the thing. It it yeah. takes the <clears> it <throat> takes the whole enjoyment out of going to a game. Well, you could have had this at the G
0: and got 80K. I know. When you're playing the big Melbourne clubs and maybe the top five or whatever, uh, they've got to be at the G. Uh, And then maybe they can re-argue when this stadium's complete and it's got a bigger... Thing, oh, and when they you know look at do doing the fixtures halfway through the year that's the whole purpose of doing those so they can yeah. put the put best games in the best possible times at the best possible places but I question think that's for a you. very bad decision before we move on to the there. last game mm-hmm. yep. do we think that Geelong may have struck
2: a deal with with the AFL in terms of something to allow them to have five home games because they they plug that very heavily on social media saying that they've got the last five home last five games of the season at GMHBA. Is Do that, we, are they? Yeah, okay. last, five, last Their last five games of home are at GMHBA. Well, yeah, if surely, <laughs> surely they've struck a deal of some sort because that's unheard of. Mm. You don't see Essendon, you don't see Carlton, Carlton playing would at the G. play last, a fair few games exactly. at the G in
0: a row. That and, does annoy me sometimes. And, and to be amazing. fair, we
3: are the only Victorian team with our own stadium, so I think that means we're a bit of an, an anomaly. Because especially for teams like Collingwood, well, they can be playing away. They can be playing away at the G, and still that's still technically a. That's not a home game, but they're still playing on the same ground. So I think we've always kind of had this kind of weird feeling with kind of Kidney Park because it's not like you can't play a windy, yep. Adwin. Yeah, so uh, I think I do
0: agree that the ticket situation is a bit crap, and hopefully they do finish it off by next season and it'll sort itself out. Uh, before we move on, to the last game impressive efforts Parish thirty nine and Merritt thirty nine. Wow, two almost forty dispos- disposals in one game, and then the goal kickers Peter Wright three goals, three Cole Langford three goals. So. Text on a kick too, a bit quiet, interesting. Well, it'll be interesting mm. is how the uh, Crows do next week. But the final game of the round at Optus Stadium, and this was event. a very contentious one for me. And uh, to be honest, the Blues have exceeded my expectations in that. I think. Can we get that clipped I up? I thought we would... Um, and saved for the future? <laughs> done. Far out. I, thought, I thought we'd only get past, past them. I think it's a massive effort. Um, three games over 60 points in a row. Um, and As in um, your
1: scoreline or by the margin you win by?
0: Margin mm. Could be close to 53. 53 We're close to 60 Almost 7 <laughs> points uh, So 6-9, 45 to 14, 14, 98 And the pressure was unbelievable This is the Carlton I've been waiting to see mm. This is the Carlton that Maybe should've... we are peaking now we had a good season last year where we we started early and finished crap. We're doing the opposite. We've started crap, hey, finishing great. Okay. That's what you want to do. You're mm-hmm.
2: only two points. You're only two points out of the eight. <laughs> I mean, I s- if things go your way, you never know. Like,
0: <sighs> you know what, Sam?
1: I'm not going to be <laughs> as oh, insincere. going a bit mad again, <laughs> me On Friday, okay, I was saying it, two more wins and you're in, and I truly believe we have <laughs> a tough <laughs> two run. Two more wins. Run. <laughs> that performance you gave on Sunday is the kind we should have been having week to week throughout the year.
2: Maybe you shouldn't have played as good as you did last season and you wouldn't have got such a good a run home. What can I say? It's yes in the uh, way.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see, uh, I haven't heard anything out of Carlton yet about Matthew Kennedy. Uh, he did land on his knee funny, so I hope it's not anything serious. Uh, three goals, two for Charlie Curnow, three goals for Harry Mackay. Kicking straight drop punts, it's just what we love to see. Um, so, yeah, massive performance from the Blues. Uh, I'm excited. I'm um, very good. We've got a really good record at Optus. I'll have to go over there one time because uh, we've got a really good uh, record going on. You over. might actually see a win, Sam. <laughs> 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 uh, look at these Bombers. I had, I had to do Look that. at these Bombers I fans out of nowhere. Get, Sam, I have, don't not, look at
2: I have not, been me. not been here for three months.
0: Don't look you at to – li- I just could not resist the opportunity to have a cheap shot. It's all right. Love you, Sam. Have you seen, and I've spoken to Jason about this this week, I'd, I love that meme um, oh, of yeah, the yeah. art gallery. And it's got the the uh, <laughs> the, the, the umpire, the, the sailing over the Dan Houston That's hanging in the Louvre. Moment. Yeah,
2: but you know what? Yeah. Fair, fair play to their social media, thing because that was great. Hanging in the Louvre, it's hanging there, Louvre. No, nah, um, uh, you know what? Let's not, let's not go there because I had my I, I had I was
0: uh, all right. We'll look yeah, at the ladder and then we'll head to a break. Um, so the top eight, Collingwood, uh, fifty six points, tied with Port Adelaide. Um, Third place, Brisbane Lions. Fourth, Melbourne. and fifth on percentage. Surely that won't last. Dons. Uh, St. Kilda, sixth. Bulldog, seventh. Geelong, eighth. Outside the eight, it's the Adelaide Crows, GWS Giants, Carlton, Richmond, Gold Coast, Fremantle, Sydney, Hawthorne, North Melbourne, and West Coast. And that is your round 17. When we come back, we've got some Wimbledon. Um,
1: and we've talked a lot of quiz. footy. I want to test your knowledge. I'm going to introduce a brand new segment of the sports test Let's coming go. up.
0: All right. That's all coming up on your Monday evenings on Sin. Genesis Owusu, get inspired. How about that, James? Love a bit of Jenny. <laughs> that was great. Uh, it's time for some tennis, and uh, there's plenty of action going on at Wimbledon. You know. Get your strawberries and
2: creams Ooh. out and your <laughs> nice, uh, what do they drink over there? Pilsners or whatever, rubbish Pins. they Also they, new
1: sound effects, love it.
2: Yep, great. Good stuff. All righty, we're going to run through this very, very quick, so we can get to a bit of a quiz. Oh, yes. Uh, men's fourth, men's third round action, um, fourth round action, sorry, uh, is currently in play. So... Winners that have progressed who are waiting on uh, their opponents. Yannick Sinner has defeated um, Gallon from Colombia in straight set 7-6, 6-4, 6-3 to progress into the quarterfinals. He will um, eventually play uh, Safflin, who beat Denis Shapovalov in four sets that we played tomorrow, I believe. Andre Rublev goes through to the uh, quarterfinals in a five-set thriller against uh, Kazakhstani Bublik. Uh, who will face, so Andre Rublev will face the winner of um, Herkrasks and Novak Djokovic. So that'll be a, a cracking game, I think, because Andre Rublev is one of those players who will just run you dry. He will exhaust you on the court, and he's one of the more entertaining players that I've been lucky enough to watch. Um, so that'll be great quarterfinals action in the women's um I'm rubbish at pronouncing names that are that are not uh, Western, so excuse my poor pronunciations, but uh, Switek, the world number one from Poland, is going to be facing wildcard from Ukraine, uh, Svitolina, mm. and then uh, Pregula, number fourth in the world from uh, the United States, will be playing Czech Republic's uh, Vonda Ruzvova. Wow, that, that's a... von. Von Sova. <laughs> Von Sova, that's the one. And then uh, Jaber from uh, – what? what's the country? Tunisia. That's great. I'm trying to get my FIFA knowledge back here. Um, <laughs> we'll play Petra Kovidova in the fourth round going to the quarters. And then they, either one of them will play Rabikana from Kazakhstan or Brazil's Haddad Meyer. Madison Keys plays qualifier Andreeva. Who will play the winner of Alexandrova and uh, Andreas Sabalenka? So that's the all the Wimbledon news so far. It's going to be an interesting one for the men's draw because I really hope Carlos Alcaraz can win this. Mm. Anything for Djokovic to lose?
1: A <laughs> <laughs> bit of a cheap shot in uh, the there. You know, so you know he
2: hasn't lost a, a Wimbledon game in like a couple
0: thousand days. Wow, it's ridiculous. It's cool. Jason is going to test our general sports knowledge now and uh, let us know how you do on Twitter if you want to answer along, in or Instagram. All right.
1: We've got ourselves a little thing to start off with. This is what the segment is going to be called.
0: And now the sports capital becomes
2: the quiz capital. It's the Sports Desk (laughs) Minute Mondays.
1: Yes, indeed. Who did that voiceover? Welcome to Minute Mondays, the way we close the sports desk <laughs> on a Monday, And a big thank you to Nick Owens, who provided us with that voiceover oh, there. We over go. there. there we go. You can follow him on Instagram, <laughs> at the Real Nick Owens. He's actually an award-winning film director, if you don't mind. There we go. What I'm going to do is we're going to theme it up every week. We're going to start off with AFL general knowledge. Oh, I'm, we're going to put 60 seconds on the clock, and uh, you need to buzz in with your names. So okay. let's test them now.
2: Uh, game on. Uh, Sam. What, what's my name?
1: Sam's correct. What's your name? Uh, James. Good. Adam. Excellent. Great audio for the listeners there. Uh,
0: every <laughs> correct answer
1: is a point. And uh, if you answer incorrectly, I'm just going to say the answer and move on. Whoever has the highest points win. And this is going to be great. Sam versus James. For the first time testing their knowledge. It's going oh, to be great. Like fun. It's great All right. Well, I mean, Adam, you're the underdog. This is the underdog story here. Come on, Miller. You oh, can exactly. do this. Okay. Your time starts now. Who won the 1995 AFL Premiership? Adam. Adam. Car- Adam. Oh. <laughs> Correct. Damien Hardwick coached a minor premiership side in what year? James. James. 2017. 2018. Uh. Tony Lockett kicked his 1300th goal playing for which club? Adam. Adam. S- Sydney? Correct. Adam Simpson is the current West Coast Eagles coach. Who did he replace? James. James. Oh, no. Um, John, you know. John Worsfold. Oh, Who was Worshold. the winner of the 2007 Norm Smith medal? Adam. Adam. Uh, Jimmy Bartel, Stevie Johnson yeah. During the mid-2000s <laughs> North Melbourne faced a relocation to what city? James James Tasmania Gold Coast what? Who captained 2008's premiership side? Who was the captain? Same. James. Uh will go James oh, Luke Hodge on, Sam Mitchell well, Which no. team was the only club to win back-to-back flags in the 1990s? Sam um, Sam uh, Let's go Adelaide Coloured. Crows, Crows. <laughs> Brent Harvey <laughs> broke the career games record by surpassing who? Adam. Mm. Adam. Oh, Michael Tuck. Can I jump in? in? Michael Tuck is correct. And there's the buzzer. I think I won. (laughs) Adam Miller, 3 (laughs) 0 0. Underdog story to finish the show. Sam and James,
0: what was that? I don't know. Jason, I think it's a good idea. Can you save in that book of yours? Write down our scores and tally. Maybe we should have a ladder.
1: Okay, we'll yep. set up yeah. a ladder. We'll that a sounds ladder good. But the winner of round one was Adam Miller. You best I think believe
0: this... him in a comeback. I don't need a revenge.
3: <laughs> instead, of, instead of calling it, uh, doing it to Bradbury, can we call it Toya Miller?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh no worries. God. We'll rename that No Worries at All. We'll put the video of that up on our Instagram. Uh, <laughs> oh, is Instagram. it really worth com. it? I'll yeah, get it's
2: I'm just, like, yes. worth.
1: James, I know you don't come in often, but I want you coming
0: back in every Monday. I want revenge. Yeah.
1: All right. Sam, I think we've got a keeper here.
0: Uh, yeah, no, this is fun, but I need to work on it. I think I was too distracted with pushing buttons. So. <laughs> yeah, so maybe
1: I'll be in charge of the buttons just to take a bit of pressure Sam off you if Mitchell you Mitchell like. was
0: the captain of...
1: <sighs> of, oh. of Hawthorne in 2008's Premiership Side, yes. Bugger. Uh, yeah, and Gold Coast. was uh, yeah. the, They yeah. almost relocated the Gold Coast in 2007, 2008. In mm. fact, I was kind of hoping Jerry would be here to answer that question correctly, <laughs> but he's in Phillip Island right now. That, listeners, was the Sports Desk. You can check us out on our podcast feed, Spot- Sports Desk on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google. And you can check us out at facebook.com forward slash sportsdesk. Also on Twitter and Instagram, Sports Desk Sin. That's been Sam. That's been Adam. That's been Jimmy. We're going to bring ya. back the Minute Mondays next week. But until then, we'll catch you on Friday to preview the rest of the week
0: in sport. See you later. Have a good one. That's been it. See you Friday, Sports Sochang. Desk, Sin. Catch you then. Go, Don's.